When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hold on, let me get my rock. Let me get my rock. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, a lot has happened over the weekend. Some things are a big deal. Some things are no deal at all. We're going to let you in on all the storylines you need to know about and talk. Big deal, no deal. We'll start with the number one pick in the draft, Bryce Young. He finally threw a touchdown pass, found Adam Thielen, corner of the end zone. Remember, Adam Thielen now sees an acquisition as well. Bryce Young, touchdown pass, Panthers last preseason game. Shady, big deal, no deal. I'm going big, big, big deal. I don't care if it's the first pick in the draft or the last pick. Every small thing for rookie is called confidence. Mm. Scoring a touchdown like that is confidence. It builds more and more and more, and I think he's in a, his, his division's not that good, so he'll gain even more confidence, but I love to see this, so I'm going with big deal. Yeah, I'm with Shady. I got a good big deal. You got to have command of the offense. You got to be able to be connecting with your players. No, it's still the preseason. It doesn't mean anything. We just went over that. Let's go, Bryce. Yeah. But it is. It does matter that he's a rookie and he is making these moves. Uh, I'm glad y'all touched on that because I was just about to say, we talking preseason, huh? Absolutely not a big deal. The young fella going to throw plenty more, right? We all know he's poised. He played at Alabama. He's poised in Alabama, throwing a bunch of big-time touchdowns at Bama. He's going to do the same thing in the National football league no big deal at all jay i'm gonna say big deal because it starts somewhere you got to throw one in the preseason get that under your belt get the jitters out the way and then let it roll come the regular season okay let's move on to maybe the biggest storyline this offseason the running back position and the lack of them getting paid josh jacobs he did not report to raiders minicamp offseason activities but now he has shown up a new one year 12 million dollar deal he led the entire national football league in rushing just last year shady you the running back on the show. Ah, big deal, no deal. This is my guy right here. I'm going to go. I'm going to go big deal. I think for them to get to, to find a deal, it was, it was perfect. I mean, obviously he wanted more. He wanted a longer deal, but they didn't get it done. Um, but finally they got him there at camp. I think this knowing Josh, knowing what type of player he is, you ask him, okay, go out there and prove it. What's he do? He leads the league in rushing yards. That's hard to do. I mean, I did it. But it's hard to do. So I'm going to say big deal. I just think that hopefully for the future, they gave him a big, big contract because he deserves it. Yeah, this is a big deal. They are going to be interesting already. They were going to be cataclysmic without this man back Mm. there. They needed him in the building. The entire offense goes through him. Super important, and I'm glad he got paid. Well, I told y'all last time we was on here before we took a week off that the Raiders is going to the playoffs. Now that we got number eight back up in that thing, it's (laughs) even more and more we going to the playoffs. This is a big deal, right? With what? 
the offense and McDaniels is trying to get done. They need a run game, and they did not have one without Josh. And Josh, I'm extremely proud of you for getting yourself in that building because as, as from one homeless man to another homeless man that slept out of his car, you cannot leave that $12 million out there. Go get your bread, play football, and make them have to pay you and give you another big I don't think it's a big deal because I don't think the Raiders are going very far. Last oh, year, Jacobs, Jacobs had, what, like 14, 15, 1,600 yards last year, and the Raiders won about seven games. So what's he got to do this year? You got to run for 3,000. Maybe they'll win 10. I don't think it's a big deal, Jay. Okay, let's move on to college. Ooh. A name you have to know. Caleb Williams. I was there in attendance watching SC play San Jose State. Caleb Williams had four touchdown passes. Now, couple that with the Cardinals potentially tanking. There's something here, Shady. Something here. Now, Shady, you know this is James Jones' alma mater, but what's the school called again? San Jose State, don't disrespect us like that. No disrespect, no disrespect. Acho, I'm going to go, no deal at all. I mean, come on. Like, what are they ranked? What, top 10? USC top 10? What, 7, 8? So, no big deal. We got the number one prospect in football, and that's Caleb Williams. And they're playing against San Jose State. What is that? San Jose State. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know if we first from there other than James Jones. So, I'm going to say no deal at all. Uh, I'm going to say it's a big deal, but I'm going to say it's a big deal that San Jose State put up um, 28. Oh. We still doing this thing? We they did. They thing. did. We still doing a single. We, we, don't, have, we don't play no defense? Uh, is that, no. what, is that the, yeah. that's the theme? Yeah. I thought that had to change. I don't know. I'm a little concerned about that. No disrespect to San Jose State. But that is quite a few touchdowns to put up. So uh, I know that the, it was a lot of scoring. But I'm going to say big deal because of that. Yeah, th th this is a big deal, right? Because we put up 28 on you. That's SJSU, San Jose State, put up 28. We sacked him a couple times. They couldn't really block us, right? Gave up a couple shot plays. Listen, he did what he's supposed to do, made a couple throws. But this is a big deal because when the Georgia boys come, I don't Woo! know USC schedule. When the Alabama boys come, uh, I think they're in trouble uh, from what I've seen of game one. But extremely proud of San Jose State, 28 points. We ain't losing another game this year. <laughs> mm. James, y'all lost by four touchdowns. Yeah, that's okay. Y'all lost by put, as many touchdowns as y'all scored. Two of okay, them but okay, but let's talk about it though. Yeah, two of them. Let's talk about it though. Twenty-eight was bad. Okay. Give, giving up, giving up twenty-eight points is not good. You know what was fascinating though? When you watch Week One games, you always say this, and defensive coaches always say. What's up with tackling? What's up with effort? Mm -hmm. Because in training camp, you don't tackle. Mm -hmm. Usually you have about three live scrimmages in college. You got a live scrimmage the first week, the second week, and the third week because you don't have preseason games. So usually tackling is always shot. Yeah. Angles defensively are always shot because you're not used to running to the ball. Go ahead, Tupac. Come on, though. Like, the opponent, though, come on. Bruh. Like, Stop disrespecting We know James Jones and the rest of the guys that went there. We don't even know no guys that went there. Disrespecting us. USC, that ain't no real. I was concerned Come because on. I'm like, this looked like a Lincoln-Riley team, which is both a blessing and a curse. Yeah. I'm saying. Like, that's, blessing. You, you, you are not beating Georgia like that. You're look, not beating these Alabama dudes. like that. No, but it's week one. Like, I didn't expect... Look, at number, look at number 10, number 3. Look at these. Yeah, USC was favored it's, it's by 31 and a half. But look, but look at these guys, though. Look, look, at this, look at this. What is this? Yeah, it's, it's week one for us, too, right? We're we getting our tackling right. You know what I'm saying? We, it's like midgets. It's like so midgets. you think this is going like, to improve as the season goes on? Oh, Yeah, they, they have no choice. I think, like, but, one... Okay, okay, they don't have a choice, but are the, that, you, that, that wasn't an answer. They USC's defense is a problem. Yes. But I was watching one. I was actually at the game, but then I rewatched some parts of the game. Schematically, they just did things where I'm like, you hear my, one of my favorite quotes 
coaches. You're the coaching it or you're letting it happen. Schematically, USC's defense is just kind of like, y'all got to fix this. They have the talent. Yeah. And again, as we know, they're not seeing Georgia. They're not yeah. seeing LSU. They're not seeing Alabama. They're not seeing any of those teams unless they're fortunate enough to make it to the college football playoff. Well, isn't that the goal Utah? of having Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams? Correct. It was 21-14 at halftime. Yep. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to us. That's ridiculous. Who's in that game? That's, that's embarrassing. That's For you to be USC... To have that type of talent you have, like, that should be close. Bro, put some respect on the game, bro. You see what they played? We know how to play football, Yo, yo, man. yo. See, I'm saying it right now. We know if how to USC play football. If USC player that gets pit, they losing. They losing. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably going to be yeah. the same score. <laughs> Come on. Same score. No, no. We got all them players you can name from Pitt. It's probably going to be the same score. <laughs> no, we got no uh, and, and, and don't We got no time. I'm just saying, like, I do want to say this, though. Go ahead. I do want to say this, right? This is problems because you might not be seeing the Georgias, the, the, the LSUs and all that yeah. to the playoffs, whatever. But I watched a little bit of the game and you giving up third and 15. Correct. Third, third and 22s. Third, yeah, third and 22s. Correct. Like, if you a championship team, you're not giving that up. Week one, week 10, week whatever. Not week one, you're getting okay. off the football now, field. I can't, I can't say third that. Third and 22? Again, we've all played week one games before. Like, we've all been there, collegiate level. I went to a national yeah. championship. Obviously, y'all have significantly better uh, uh, pro careers, but college, we went to a chip. We gave up third and pluses to Colorado, and we ended up still winning. Colorado, hold up. <laughs> Colorado's way better than... The, Come on, now. That's uh, like, this is like... Colorado won one game like, last year. It's like Division Stop. One AA. Stop. I don't even know if they won one. I don't even know Where's how many they won. Where's San Jose State? Where's San Jose State, man? Put, put some respect on her name. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like advanced elementary school football. They're lose the same way. Hey college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we're in third and long. Going the distance on this topic because we have to. Jets and Super Bowl. Two words you haven't heard put together in a mighty long time, 55 years to be exact. But they added Aaron Rodgers, four-time MVP. Also added pro bowler Dalvin Cook, four consecutive thousand-yard seasons. And he said, Dalvin Cook, that is, quote, yeah, they're very realistic when talking about the Jets' Super Bowl mm. chances. Very realistic. Not sure I agree, but more importantly, Joy, do you? Are the Jets legit Super Bowl contenders? <sighs> I'm going to say yes because I've watched two of the last three years high-level quarterbacks go to new places and in the first year – win a Super Bowl. Had that not happened with Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford, I would say no. Because they'd have to win at least three playoff games to win the Super Bowl. Over the last six seasons, Aaron Rodgers has won two playoff games combined. He's went to one Super Bowl and won. Mm-hmm. You remember. You Thank remember. God. Yeah. He hasn't been back <laughs> since. So and on top of that, you've got to add the Jets and a whole, whole bunch of other factors. Robert Sala has won 11 games in the league. Mm-hmm. They're in a very tough division. The AFC is loaded. There's a lot of reasons I could stack against it, but when I look at what they have that's necessary to win a Super Bowl, starting at the quarterback position, I have to say that they're legit contenders. 
I can't go that far. I wanted to, but every show, uh, we have a pre-show meeting every day before the show. And I was thinking and, and talking to Shady, talking to Joy, I don't think the Jets are Super Bowl contenders right now. Mm, I believe that? that they can be. I believe that they will be maybe in a month or two. I think they're missing a piece. Good wide receiver primarily. Like, for yeah, the Jets yeah. to be Super Bowl contenders, in my mind, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to give you maybe 30-plus touchdown passes and 4,000 yards. Not that hard to do. Yeah. But when I start to aggregate where are the yards going to come from, I get confused. Because mm-hmm. I give Garrett Wilson 1,500. 15. But there's still 2,500 yards that have to be made up between Alan Lazard. He averages 500 a season. Uzoma, they got uh, between nice Miko Hardman. Miko. Uh, between Uzoma. Yeah. Between Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. I'm right struggling to find that extra 2,500 yards. But more importantly, when I think about the Bucks, with which Joy wonderfully brought up, I didn't think the Bucks had a Super Bowl roster at the beginning of the season. But then you add Leonard Fournette during training camp. You add Antonio Brown middle of the season. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're there. I didn't think the Rams had a Super Bowl roster at the beginning of the season in which they won. But then you add Von Miller, I think one of the greatest pass rushers in the history of the National Football League, particularly the modern generation. You add Odell Beckham after Robert Woods goes down, they are complete. Shady, I don't think the Jets are complete yet. I think they can be. I think well, they will be, but see, not yet. I, I truly do. I, I think so. And one thing you did say is the wide receiver room. That was my, my main concern with this team. But as I started breaking down all the other um, uh, contenders, they have the same issues, yep. right? So, so I look at the, um, the Dolphins. I think they're contenders. I look at the Bills. They're contenders, right? The Bengals and et cetera. But they have the d- different positions where they don't have the elite level in that room. So I said, okay, as long as you have the quarterback, you have a defense, mm-hmm. you build that culture, you have a chance to win. You have Good a chance point. to get there. And, and to say to win a Super Bowl is so hard for all them teams, right, other than the Chiefs, we think is a different level. But – they all have the DNA to win a championship. And I do think that we're having Aaron Rodgers in that building. We're having that type of defense. And I know we are tough on Salah, but I think as a coach, as a type of tough coach for the defense, that he brings that type of attitude, they can do it. Yeah. They truly can. Yeah. Um, first off, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams won Super Bowls with first-year quarterbacks coming over. Really good defenses, right? You got Aaron really, Donald, really good you got Jalen Ramsey. Obviously, all those pass rushers y'all had over there, the linebackers the y'all yes. had over there with the yes. Bucks. They good. Right? Really good defense, right? So that's what they're going to do. They're going to play some really good defense. Then when you look on the offensive side of the ball, right, I remember uh, one of my mentors, my coach, said, you ever been to the hood and been to a restaurant and the line wrapped around the door? It ain't, the, it ain't the ambiance. It's gotta be it's good. the chef. <laughs> it's the chef in there cooking that stuff up. And the chefs was Matthew Stafford. The chefs was Tom Brady making everybody around him better on the offensive side of the ball. And the chef is Aaron Rodgers. He is going to get the best out of all those receivers just because the way he can strictly throw the ball. So offensively, when you say you need another piece, no, you have Randall Cobb who's going to get you about 30, 40 catches. You got Lazard that's going to get you about six, 700 yards. You already got the young stud in Wilson who's going to get you 1,500. The running backs, Brees and Dalvin Cook is definitely going to be in the pass game a lot. You got Uzama at the tight in. I think they have everything they, they, they need to win a championship this year if everything goes the way it's supposed to go. When I, and I, what I mean by that is staying healthy. And, and to jump on what you just said, as, um, as I think that the wide receiver room needs some work, I do think that the running backs is going to play a big role, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes on, on, on a team where maybe that might be lacking, but this group is so good. Yeah. You, you got, you got Brees and you got uh, Dalvin Cook. Them dudes going to roll, right? And, and, and Brees can carry the load himself. Now you bring in an all-pro, a pro-type pro of running back? 
They might have a lot of different, like, uh, decoy plays with them two together. Yeah. That's going to be look what, Dalvin, look what Dalvin meant to Kirk Cousins. Like, Kirk Cousins will drop this thing, a check down, and Dalvin to take it 20-30. Screen Dalvin, passes, true. Dalvin going to take it 20-30. Like, Dalvin is a heck of a receiver out of the backfield as well, too. So, they got everything they need. I think the main thing for them is staying healthy. Okay, let's talk about the journey, because, Joy, you brought it up. You, you know the AFC East, obviously, incredibly well. Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, New York Jets. Mm. New England Patriots. When you think about the Bucks winning their Super Bowl, Shady, you were there. Um, the Saints were a dominant division. Should I bring my ring next time? I bring, you know what? For you. <laughs> this year, I'm bringing my ring. When you think about y'all winning your Super Bowl, the Saints were good. But outside of that, you know, the Panthers were pedestrian. Uh, Falcons were pedestrian. When you think about the Rams winning their Super Bowl, Kyler Murray, he's growing. He was blossoming. Russell Wilson was hurt, trying to stay active, trying to stay afloat. Remember, he had put out trade destinations. The San Francisco 49ers, y'all know if they're healthy, they're good, but they're often injured. But when you think about the Jets, in order for them to win, Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. In order for them to win, Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. In order for them to win, Tua and Mike McDaniel. In order for them to win, there's another team. No, I've named all the teams there. What do you think about the journey that the Jets would have to traverse? Like, is that doable? Well, yeah, it is. But with any championship run, you're going to have a little bit of luck along the way as well. Need that. That's that's why right now at this point in the... In the preseason, we're doing all of this on paper, right? And, and that's a very dangerous game to play, but it's the only game that we can play right now because we don't actually have real games being played. So when you look at the journey that they have to go through, obviously the division is the first thing that you want to get through, which is going to be extremely difficult. And it is very different from the Rams situation and the Bucks situation. When you talk about when you get past the division, you get into the playoffs, all of the teams in the AFC, all those quarterbacks, all those coaches that you'll have to get through. And like I said, to start, start the segment, it's, it, it is a long run. They're going to have to win at least three playoff games to win a Super Bowl, which Aaron has won two in the last six years. So for as much as we love to talk about the greatness of Aaron Rodgers, and he is great, he does have some questions as of late in the postseason about his ability to take a team all the way. I, I think that I think based off of what's, you know, actually happened, that it's it's fair to say that. So I, I want to put them in the legit conversation because of obviously what happened with Stafford and Brady, even though I think they're very different situations in this. But also because if I'm going to put the Bengals in there, if I'm going to put the Dolphins in there, if I'm going to put the Bills in that conversation, if I'm going to put the Chargers Plus in that the Chargers, conversation. Yeah, Chargers, yeah. There, you can go down through any of these teams and poke Baltimore. holes. Baltimore. Poke holes in there, Poke yeah. holes in, 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 in the Browns and reasons why they aren't going to actually be able to get there. So the Chiefs are the only ones that we say, okay, right. they're, they're untouched. Yes, they should be there. We, we, we trust them. They've earned that. But there is a, there's a pool in the AFC of legit Super Bowl contenders, and I think you have to put them in there. Here's my question, because to, to the conversation of poking holes, Joy and Shady have brought it up. When I think about the greatest quarterbacks, they're overcomers. I really call them great erasers. Right. The Chiefs have plenty of question marks as well. Yes. But Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, great erasers. Right. Joe Burrow, offensive line is really their only question mark, and he has proven to be an eraser of that. Dolphins quarterbacks are a question mark. We don't know if he's an eraser of that. Chargers, I think Justin Herbert, can he win games? Don't know if he is an eraser of that. Do you, James Jones, Shady, coming to you shortly thereafter, do you think Aaron Rodgers is still an eraser? Because he used to be. Yeah. But the reason that they've lost so many of those playoff games, NFC Championship games in particular, the defense was terrible. Mm. And Aaron Rodgers could not yeah. overcome that. Yeah. I believe Atlanta yeah. Falcons put up 44 points. Yeah. I believe San Francisco 49ers put up 37 points. Mm. I believe these different teams have put up 30-plus yeah. points. And he can't erase all of that. Yeah. Can he still be an eraser? I, I think he can still be an eraser. I don't know if he can be an eraser to, to that type caliber when you talk about 
putting up 40 and all that type stuff. But, you know, I definitely think if he, he needs to come back from 10 down, 14 down, yes, I think he can erase, erase that type stuff. But during this run, and you, you spoke on it, two playoff wins in, in six years, right? 12 missed some throws, too. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was 12 in, 12 in Green Bay. He ate now, but 12 missed some throws, too, right, that we can kind of point at and say, hey, you missed D.A. right there. You missed the tight end right there or whatever, right? 12 missed some throws, right? Did the defense give up some plays, too? Yes. And Joy touched on it, too. You need a little luck in, in, in this thing, too, to win some championships. But I will never say 12 is not an eraser because I've seen with my own two eyes how special this dude is. And this dude is absolutely special. So for me, whenever he puts on a helmet or a uniform and steps in that huddle, I'm going to believe they're going to go score and he can erase anything. He is is special. He is special. But we got to keep it real. (laughs) And you talked about it. Like, one thing about Aaron Rodgers is he's a great player and he is special, but postseason he be choking. He be choking. Mm -hmm. As much as you want to say how great he is, for him to be that great, we get to the postseason, it'd be great. The whole regular season, all great. MVP, ooh, you see that pass? Double check, boom, bang, no look passes, all good. We get to the playoffs. And I don't see it. I see a lot of losses. And I think what, what, what this team is, I feel like that he could take some of the pressure off his shoulders, where I think they have a really, really good running game. I, I don't think he's had a running game like this, though, with two solid... But he has, though. Remember? Aaron Jones, AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they yeah, nice. AJ's okay. AJ's all right. He's Fair. okay. I'm a running back. I know, I know my game. I think them two is legit. I think Cooks and I think having um, 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 Brees Hall, they like that. They like that. Mm-hmm. I think them two would be different. I, I do think that... Uh, he has some good running backs, but this is another level right here. Then I think the defense. You're adding that defense of a defensive head coach that's minded where he's going to put the defense out there. We ain't letting guys to score a certain amount of points. We're not going to do that. And having that, you help Aaron Rodgers. So where he hasn't been special in the playoffs like we want him to be, mm. I think you put him on a team like this, I think it, it fits his skill set because I don't have to be great. I don't have to be the Aaron Rodgers' 48 touchdowns and five picks. I don't have to be that. I just got to be solid, win games, here and there, make some, some nice plays, and et cetera, and win games, let defense finish him off, run the ball. All those type of things that make it winning football. His last playoff, last time we saw him in the playoffs, they lost 13 to 10. And, and I didn't, hold on, I didn't even hear you. I'm sorry. It's 13 to 10. Time? 13 to 10. When we, when we played them too, 13 to 10 at home. First seed, I do think yeah. that the biggest factor with the Jets, though, is the defense. Because that has been the, uh, the excuse for Aaron Rodgers for many years that he hasn't had the defense and he's had to score 35, 40 mm-hmm. points. And, you know, it's, just, it's, just, it's never Aaron's fault. Mm-hmm. So I do think that, the, I mean, we saw it last year. They did not have a quarterback last yeah. year, I'm, and the I'm, defense held up their end of the bargain. If they had barely competent quarterback play, it would have been a different season for them. So we know that the defense is going to be solid. Where I will push back on, though, <laughs> is while we might not need MVP-level play for them to get to the playoffs, there is going to be a point where he is going to have to be special. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, that's why they brought him over there, because they expect him to be special, to be able, if the defense, because the defense is going to be challenged this year, too. That's what people don't understand, right? The defense is going to be challenged because Aaron possibly going to jump out on some teams. Yep. And I now agree, these boys is throwing the ball all over the yard, right? When the game is 7-7, our team is up on you. They running the ball. They trying to it's eat a little pressure. Yeah, but now these, these teams are going to come out here, and they're going to try to throw the ball over the yard because they know that Aaron could possibly score. And if that's the true. Jets go up, yeah. so this defense, they're going to have their hands full this year as well. Too. I do think they will be better, right? Aaron Rodgers has had a top 10 defense in his career twice, right? If we recover, if we, reco- if we recover an onside kick, he to another Super Bowl, right? <laughs> and he won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady has had it his whole career, Joy. You think? Well, we gotta go. Oh, hey, Acho, oh, they telling you, you gotta go. You think AJ Dillon make that team? I don't leave me. Yeah, that. I think AJ and AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones combined for like 2K. 
Yeah. It's going to be hard for cooking. I just, I just don't see. I don't think he makes that team. AJ, Dillon he's not it. as good as Brees Hall. I don't think makes my team. He don't make that team with the, 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 Jets? the Jets. He's a power back. So Man, he, he don't make that team. He's going to be watching. Yeah, he, 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 he the third down back. Yeah, he the third team. down. We gonna revisit that uh, Tom Brady comment. I am, but I am interested because I'm talking. James, do you do you think Aaron Rodgers chokes in the playoffs? I um. Oh what? Oh, is that the truth? I wouldn't say choke because he's won, he's won a lot of playoff games. But, yes, the last couple of years, yes, he, he, they lost because of him. If, you know, see, you see the game me. we played him in, a, in a, the, the Bucks. We shut him down. They, and, I and, wouldn't have said he choked, though, because remember, not I think he but huh? Not choke, but. At, remember, didn't Tom throw. Yo, yo, my man, my man, my man, my man. At the end of the day, right. Tom, did kinda, Tom throw, like, he but, played but, Tom. Y'all they, won. I mean, they both did play great. Correct. They both did play great. But they had A-Rod in a box. And a straight jack, he couldn't even move. They ain't even locked up. Third and eight, Shady. Third and eight. The game yo, came down to third and eight. Yo, we had him in the box so bad that they could have went for it and they decided to kick the field goal. You know Tom, what they say? Tom, Tom, didn't, play, Tom didn't play well and neither did Aaron. But the last couple years in the playoffs, Aaron has missed throws that Aaron don't miss. Mm-hmm. You got what I'm saying? Right? Whether the one to Devontae, whatever it may be, the post that was wide, like he's missed mm-hmm. throws that he does not necessarily miss. Yeah. And he really sees everything, you know? So the last couple of times in the playoff, he make those throws, they win. Winners do get to write the history. Holla. <laughs> write whatever story you want to. Yeah, yeah, write whatever story whatever you, you want to say. Whatever you want to say. You Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. The Ravens loaded Lamar Jackson up with money and offensive riches this offseason, which means the expectations are extremely high. In fact, the Baltimore Sun title said that the Ravens should win a title. The 2023 preview had big bets on Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham, and a revamped offense. So, is it Super Bowl or bust? James Jones. Absolutely. Uh, you see what the organization did for Lamar Jackson this season, right? You go and you get Odell Beckham Jr. You say, you know what? We don't know if that's enough. We're going to draft a first-rounder in Zay Flowers. You already got Mark Andrews. You already got Rashad Bateman, right? You say, you know what? We're going to add a little depth. You're going to go get Nelson Aguilar, right? You got J.K. Dobbins in the backfield. They have everything that they need. And before they did all that, you said, you know what? We want to get the best out of Lamar Jackson. We want to see him throw this ball over the yard. So they went and they get Todd to be the offensive coordinator. Everything that they've done this offseason, including pay Lamar Jackson, was for him to go win a Super Bowl. I think it is time now for Lamar Jackson to get his team there and go win a Super Bowl. He has everything he needs. Even he comes out and says, I I think I could throw for 6,000. You know, even he's watching film saying, hey, we might need to add these plays in, in the plan, right? So I think he understands it. The Ravens understand it. But what they have done for him 
from the coaching standpoint, from the player standpoint, I truly believe it is Super Bowl bust for Lamar Jackson. He has to get his team there. It's interesting. I would even think Lamar Jackson would say that. I would hope so. Yeah. I recall it was May of 2018 when Lamar got drafted. I think he was being interviewed by Deion Sanders, worked in media at the time, and he says, I'm going to bring a championship here to lead at. You're going to get a Super Bowl. <laughs> the direct quote is literally, they're going to get a Super Bowl out of me, believe that. So it's time. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we've waited, mm-hmm. they have waited, truth be told, you know, the four plus years. It is time now. Joe Flacco in his first five years in Baltimore, three conference championships, Super Bowl appearance and a Super Bowl championship ring. Lamar has brought them a unanimous MVP. Well, truly, he's brought that to himself. That hardware will live in his home. Mm-hmm. I believe there needs to be hardware that will live in Baltimore for the entirety of the Ravens organization. James, you touched on it, but really you brought up the point even he said he was going to throw for 6,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted a new offensive coordinator. They gave him one. He said he wanted more wide receiver help. What's most mind-blowing to me, they paid Odell Beckham 3x the market value. No doubt. Odell Beckham said his own words on social media, man, the greatest offer I'd had was $4 million. Uh. Ravens paid Odell up to $18 million. Mm. Said, you'll go get that. They went and got a guy out of college, Todd Munkin, won back-to-back national championships at the University of Georgia as offensive coordinator and made him the new offensive coordinator. You go and you make Nelson Aguilar your number three wide receiver. You draft another first-round pick at wide receiver. Mm -hmm. So they've given, and that's not even to mention Lamar Jackson making $80 million this year more than any other player this year. That's not even to mention that because that's irrelevant even compared to everything else. So that's where I stand. Bucky, where do you? Uh, There's a thing in my house. My my mom and dad used to say, no excuses, no explanations. I don't care what it looks like. I know when we tee it off in the middle of February, I better see the Baltimore Ravens playing representing the AFC. Because when you pay Lamar Jackson the kind of money that you paid him, that's the expectation everyone in the building knows. Big money, jingling, all that other stuff. He has it now. You said, oh, they can't throw it. They don't have any weapons. Look at who he's throwing. Man, mm. you talked about it. Four first-rounders on the perimeter. Mm. You got a running back, J.K. Dobbs and Gus Edwards, who were great in the system previously with Lamar Jackson. Well, now Lamar Jackson has decided he wants to go from being a runner to a thrower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be careful what you wish for. Mm. So now we're going to see if he can carry this team on the strength of his right arm. And so I would expect him to get to the Super Bowl because otherwise it's an abject failure. Mm. He has to take this team to the Super Bowl given the money and all of the transactions that have taken place. Otherwise, it all comes back on him. Mm. Yeah, that's a good problem to have, right? Isn't it a good thing to be in the conversation for Super no, Bowl or No bus? doubt. It's a great That's how I want to come into a season. I don't want to come into a season like, man, if we win a playoff game, like, whoo, hmm. we're going to be flossing. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to go to the Super Bowl. Hey, that should be the – that it, it, it is. It is. So there are teams yeah. I can list right now. We're not going to do it. We're yeah. not going to shade y'all. But if you win a playoff game, it is fantastic. It's a great yeah. season. That's not going to be the case for Lamar. Lamar is a unanimous MVP. All the things that you said are true. The expectations should be Super Bowl or bust. But for me, there are a lot of teams on that list of Super Bowl or bust, and we know only one team can win the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, if you make it to the Super Bowl, we don't consider that to be a failure of a season, even if the expectations are you should win a Super Bowl, because we know how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But the list is long for me this year. It just is. If if we're going to use the criteria that we've applied to Lamar Jackson Mm -hmm. for being Super Bowl or bust, it's got to be Super Bowl or bust for Dallas. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Super Bowl bust for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Super Bowl, Super Bowl or bust for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. The Bengals. Yeah. The, the, the Browns. Around here, yeah. The, the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles. 
And we know the Chiefs don't even have to have this conversation because we expect them to be there every single year. Niners, too. Don't forget the Niners. Mm. Be in there. Niners. So don't forget them. Don't, don't forget them. I'll, I'll don't forget them. them. Trey Lance. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll, sub, I'll submit. But I, they don't. The re, the, actually, the reason why I don't have the Niners on this list is a very specific reason. Because we constantly bring up money. And they don't have a highly paid quarterback. Mm. So, to me, if you're going to pay the quarterback that money, you're going to invest in them by drafting all these players, bringing in free agents, submitting to their requests, changing offensive coordinators, all of those things. If you're going to build around an organizational face of the face of the organization, franchise quarterback player and pay him, then you should be in the conversation of Super Bowl or bust. You bring up a great point, James. I'm going to come to you on this one because I put the Jets, Rodgers and Lamar in a category probably different than every other team that Joy mentioned. Like, and here's why. If you make specific requests as a leader of an organization, you better deliver. Mm-hmm. If a CEO says, hey, I want this. Yeah. If uh, an executive producer says, I want that. If a director of a film crew says, I want this person to be my lead actor, this person to be my lead actress. I want this person to be my supporting. I want this person to be the director of photography. I want." Well, that- if you make all of these specific requests, so much so that you start taking on general manager power, mm-hmm. so much so that you start taking on head coaching power, now to whom much is given, much is required. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers has done that. Yeah. Oh, you want Lazard here? Yeah. Oh, you want Randall Cobb here? Oh, you don't give money back? Oh, okay. You better win. Lamar Jackson has done that. Even more so than I would say Justin Herbert, more so than I would say Dak Prescott, more so than I would say Patrick Mahomes, more so than I would say Joe Burrow, though you could say they got Jamar Chase because of Joe Burrow, more so than I would say Deshaun Watson. If you're going to say you want all these people and we are going to submit, oh, you better give me something in return. And, and, And not only that... What's the two? Not, what's the knock on these? Those two you just mentioned, the Aaron Rodgers and the, uh, Lamar Jackson. Postseason. Playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got me. They ain't got it done. Aaron ain't got it done in the last six years. Aaron ain't been to a Super Bowl since 2000. That's the knock on him. All the great stuff, the Hall of Fame career he's put together. That's the knock. The unanimous MVPs, everything Lamar has accomplished in this league. That's the first thing they go to, right? So we gave you all these pieces, including coaches, including big contract. It is time for you to deliver for us to, for us, to get us to the Super Bowl and win one. It is about five teams that is right now saying if we don't win the Super Bowl, it is a failure, Mm -hmm. right? It ain't no we win two playoff games with Lamar Jackson or win two playoff games with Aaron Rodgers and woo, it was a successful season. No, it's not. If the Chiefs don't win a Super Bowl, it's not a successful season. If the Jets don't win one, the Ravens don't win one, the Bengals, it's teams in there like that, that if you don't win one, it is not a successful season. It is a failure. And that is what we're talking about for Lamar Jackson. If you don't get to that Super Bowl and win one, it is a failure of the season with everything they have given you this offseason, including oh. the bread. Oh, he stepped into that LeBron James category. Yeah. Because that's how we're judging him. We're judging him. If you're going to be an all-timer, we're going to judge him. It's great that you got MVP and all that other stuff. But now we talk about rings and things. Mm-hmm. He got the money, so now we need to see the rings. One and three in the postseason. Well, we, we, all, it's, it's the offensive coordinator. We don't have this in the fall. Okay, cool. We ain't got any pl- playmakers on the outside. Everything has been swapped around. Man. So now it's all on number eight. He has to not only... Get them there. But I would say he has to be the reason why they're there. He has to be the guy that plays at an MVP level to get this offense and this team there because the defense won't be there. Because remember, the Ravens have always been a defensive-led organization. Mm -hmm. They're flipping their complete identity in the name of Lamar Jackson. Oh, it's on him. Now, I will say when it comes to the Jets and when it comes to the Ravens, because it is is an interesting perspective to say that they have more pressure because of what they've asked for. Yeah. But 
I would say that these two teams have the most questions on paper going into it as well. They have made a lot of moves. They have mm-hmm. moved a bunch of things around. Are we sure that those things that they've moved around that yeah. weren't even re- requests of theirs are actually going to be good? Are That's actually going to work? That's are actually going to play to the level of yeah. the four first-round picks on the outside? <laughs> on paper, it, on, on the headlines, all those things sound great. But we know the Ravens have been trying to get him help. For, they've been drafting and they've been doing all the right things, except for those players aren't panning out the way that they are saying that they're doing, yeah. which is not Lamar Jackson's fault. So while those two and – and the same thing goes for the Jets as well. Mm-hmm. Aaron didn't have anything to do with that offensive yeah. line. That was the organization's doing. So there are factors for both of those players that I would say we don't know what these teams are actually going to look like, whereas the, the Chiefs, the Browns, the, the Bills, the Chargers – even the Bengals, we know mostly what, what it's going to look like based off of the, the rosters that they had last year. There's a lot of question marks about these teams. But that's why I think Bucky brings up a good point. He has to be the reason they get there. Aaron has to be the reason they get there. You got, like, the, I'm, the way you play, they have to be. I don't care if O get hurt. I don't care if Zay get Like, you have to be the reason well, that they no get there. I have no doubt that if they do get there, it will be Lamar Jackson's doing. Be. Because I've watched Ravens yeah. ball for a long time, yeah. and it, it's usually Lamar Jackson's doing. In fact, he missed the end of that, the season last year, and he was so good during the regular, regular season, they were able to maintain without him to get to the postseason. Mm-hmm. Harper hits one in the air, looks back, it goes! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep, Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody, not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. It's third and long. We got to go to distance on this topic. Bills, they were once Super Bowl favorites, and by once, I mean literally last year, but they have yet to make it past an AFC Championship game in the Josh Allen era. After another disappointing exit last season, many are starting to question if they will ever get the job done. Joy, you have had very fascinating takes on the Bills. Last year, you were amongst others, like myself, who thought they'd win the Super Bowl, Josh Allen win the MVP. We were both wrong. It happens. Are the Bills, though, still among the AFC elite? Yes, they are. I'm telling you what's happening right now. The Bills have made us liars for a few years in a row, mm-hmm. and we're upset with them. Better. You know, when you vouch for somebody and they disappoint you, you take it personally, even though you shouldn't, because how they treated you is how they treated you. They just didn't act like that with somebody else. Now it's your problem. You got to explain why you put me on with them. Da, 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 da. That's all that's happening with the Bills. We have Bills fatigue. That's what's happening. I've picked Josh Allen to win the MVP multiple times. Multiple times I have been wrong. We've picked them to get to the Super Bowl. Multiple times we've been wrong. The Bills, the last four seasons, are 47 and 18. They are the second best in the NFL, only behind the Chiefs. They are one of two teams to make the playoffs in each of the last four seasons, and also one of two teams to win 10-plus games in the last four seasons. They are absolutely among the AFC elite. I know there are holes that we can poke in this roster. We're a little concerned about Diggs and Allen. Are they ever going to get over the hump? At least they're on the hump to get over. 
Right. There's teams that we haven't seen anywhere near the playoffs, so we're talking about Super Bowl contenders. We just talked about them in the last block. Yeah. Teams that are coached by a coach that have won 11 games in this league as a head coach. We don't know what this team's going to look like, and we're more confident in the Jets than we are in the Bills. Mm. I'm just saying I understand that the doors are wide open and everyone is jumping off the bandwagon very quickly because mm. it looks like a train that's running off the tracks. Yeah. I'm just going to pause because yeah. it feels a bit early to me. I know, I know it seems scary. But if the Bills won the Super Bowl this year, would anyone be surprised? No. I won't be surprised. Right. I would say that they were amongst the AFC elite. They were. Like all those stats that Joy read off, I agree with them. All those historical figures, those historical numbers, they are great. And again, like last year, I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. I picked Josh Allen to win MVP. Reason I am saying were is because how are we going to define elite, y'all? It's only 16 teams in the AFC. Mm -hmm. I think the Bengals and the Chiefs are elite. Mm. But I think the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Jags, the Chargers, the Ravens, the Browns. I mean, I just named seven. Plus the other two we already talking about in the Bengals and the Chiefs. That's nine. Everybody can't be elite. Mm. 60% of the AFC can't be elite. Mm. Like, we put the Bills in the same category as the Ravens. So you're saying no playoffs for the Bills? No, what I'm oh. saying is they are in the same hodgepodge to me as the Dolphins. Not elite, is good. They're good. Solid. They're good. Solid. Last year, yeah. when I was picking them to win the Super Bowl, elite. Yeah. Last year, I would have said, man, the Bills can beat the Chiefs, man. Remember what happened the year before? Because last year, remember. Remember what happened the year before? Yeah. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, 13 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Last year, I would have said, man, the Bills can beat the Bengals. Y'all remember what happened in the playoffs? Yeah. Bengals. Like, but this year, how can I call them elite? The Bengals been to two AFC Championship games consecutively. The Chiefs been to two, five AFC Championship games consecutively. So those two teams, in my mind, elite. But I can't continue to put the Bills up there 2-5 when I am watching them regress towards the pack yeah. and the pack catch up to them. Well, you don't have to do that. I'll do it for you. Do it for me, big dog. I, I think when I look at the Bills, they're a really, really good team. And they're on an AFC where it's a, a deep conference for sure, but they're, they're among the elite. I think we put up there the Chiefs, they're yep. number one. Boop, boop. Up there, right? Kings. Mm-hmm. And then I think it goes Bengals. down to the Bengals. Yep, yep, yep. And the Bills. Mm-hmm. They right there. Fair. If I told That's... you that the Bills had the number two offense last year and the number two defense last year, mm-hmm. would you believe that? I have to. I have no choice. And those, are so, those are facts. So my thing is this, like, okay, one thing about the Bills, they gotta be better in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But the regular season, they hold that thing down. They hold mm-hmm. it down. That's they, true. They've been up there. They beat, yeah. they beat the, uh, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They went up there to the Arrowhead and beat them. So That's true. They can win these games. I just think that they're coached very, very well. I think they have to do a lot better in the playoffs. They have a guy like Josh Allen. Oof. You know what teams would do to get a guy <laughs> like Josh Allen? That's why you see these type of quarterbacks like Trey Lance get dropped so high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't forget, Josh Allen came from Wyoming. I remember he got that. I said, Josh, man, what? Y'all play football down there? What are y'all, what are y'all doing down there? Y'all pushing over the cows? Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> right? And Blair then watch the tape. I'm like, wow, he's a good player. So they have everything they need. The pass rushers, Hall of Famers with, with, with Ron Miller. Yep, yep, yep. The coaching. They got to do better in the playoffs. So for me, why is the Chiefs up there? One. You know why they up there. No, why? Who, Won a couple Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes. But I'm saying as a team, why are they up there? Because of who? Andy Mahomes. Lee. Okay. Yeah. The Bengals, why are they up there? Joe Burrow. Oh, uh, why did you say the Browns? Uh, Deshaun uh-huh. Ravens, why? Lamar. All right, so okay. when you are a top team in the AFC, that means you have a superstar at the quarterback spot. Yes, sir, I'm and listening. And that is what Buffalo has. I'm listening. Right? Since Do they? 
since he's came. He said it. I argue he with you. But I, I respect Josh Allen, but they have a superstar at the quarterback spot, right? Two or five. That's, now, a, that's a separate argument. Yeah, that's a separate argument. Two or five. He said. Right, what's today's now, date? Two or five. What's August 31st. August 31st. August 31st. You acting like I'm saying, Josh. Sorry. I'm on Josh. Make him sign. Make him sign. Make him sign. Because you said it. Hold on. You said it. I signed it because I'm a Josh fan, but you know. He's a Josh fan argue. too. Here we go. I'm not now, a notary, but I'm a doctor, yes. so. Now listen. Now listen. Yeah. Right? They have a superstar at the quarterback spot. <laughs> now, since Josh Allen has come into the National Football League, he has led the league in takeaway. I mean, in turnovers, right? Mm. And they still win. Mm. Do you understand? They're still up there. They're still the number two team, number three team, whatever it may be, in the AFC. Nothing changes, right? And I think everything that happens in the offseasons with Diggs, with the Buffalo Bills, everything that's been going on, right? We kind of like, ooh, they, hey, they in trouble. It's cancer's in the locker room, all of that. But the one equalizer to winning and every team really winning and sure. why we put those teams up there in the top of the AFC is strictly because of the quarterback. And they quarterback plays at a high level. My thought, though, Joy, is this. It's like, when you say elite, the reason we put the Bengals and the Chiefs up there is because they have proven to get to a Super Bowl in multiple Super Bowls. And so the reason I'm saying that they are elite, if you will, is because the Bills were elite, but have gotten worse. Okay, I agree. Worse where? First off, at linebacker. We already know they got worse linebacker. They lost Edmonds. Edmonds went to the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, at safety, they've gotten older. And so now that both of your safeties are older, I can't say that they're getting get better. You get starting safety back. You do get Mike Hyde back. Hopefully he plays. He's obviously he had a neck injury. I pray he plays. He's one of the best players. Jordan Poyer has gotten worse. Uh, he's gotten older. JP, you my dog. Von Miller, he's starting the season on PUP. We already know he's getting older and has been already old. You lost your defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier, the last two years, coordinated the number one defense in football, like Joy said, the number two defense in football. Offensively, you drafted a first-round pick at tight end, but he can only play max 70 75% of the snaps. He's not even the best tight end on the roster because you know Dalton Knox go crazy. Yeah. And so when I think about the Bills team, they have gotten worse. It may not be exponentially, but to some degree. That, I think I can make a fair argument for that. Jets got better. I don't need to tell you why and how. The Dolphins got better. Again, I shouldn't need to tell you why and how. Y'all know football at home. The Chargers, obviously, they got better. Plus, Rashawn Slater, he'll be healthy, number one pick wide receiver. I don't need to tell you why and how. The Ravens, they got better. Again, I, I don't need to tell you all why and how. So when I'm thinking about all the competition for the Bills, they have gotten better. The Browns, they've gotten better. Deshaun Watson, obviously. Whereas the Bills didn't get better. So if they were elite and they've gotten worse, it may just be marginally. I'm not going to sit here and debate that. If they've gotten worse, but all these other teams have gotten exponentially better, I can't call them a lead any longer. However, they've gotten better on paper. Who? We don't know what oh, yeah, the Jets yeah, yeah, yeah. The are. We teams. don't know. We know what Aaron was last year. Mm-hmm. If he brings that exact play this year, even with all the talent, and it still looks the exact same, which is entirely possible, how's that going to look? It's an unknown. We know that the Ravens brought in some pieces, but we don't know what they look like. Right. The Bengals lost significant pieces on defense. defense yeah. Herbert and the Chargers have never won a playoff game. Lamar Jackson is, is one and three in the playoffs, I'm correct? Yeah, maybe one and four. Yeah, yeah, one and three. The Dolphins don't know if two is going to be able to stay healthy all season. So we can play this marginal, like, uh, did we get better, did we not? All I know is what the Browns have been for the last few years. I mean, I'm sorry, the Bills have been for the last few years. And that's excellent. They made it to an AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. The Ravens haven't made it to an AFC championship game. The Jets haven't been in the playoffs in how long? So a lot of this is weighing what teams have done to improve this year, what they look like on paper, and what they've been. Like you said. So if I'm going to lean towards, if I'm going to put my faith in anything, again, I I walk by sight. 
Yeah. Right? Like, I know what Josh Allen and the Bills are capable of, and that is making it to an AFC championship game. And that is being consistent every single year. That is winning the division. We want to talk about owning the East. The Bills own the East. And until somebody comes in there and takes that, I'll believe it when I see it. And for me, for me, it's we all know that we can look at somebody's roster and say, we, we looked at the Jets, we say they might need another receiver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we can look at rosters and say they might need this, they might need that, they might need that. Superstar quarterbacks cover up a lot of that they stuff. They do, absolutely. And that is one absolutely. of the main reasons why the Bills are, what are they, 48 and 18, you said? 47 and 18. Yeah. Right? Even with him turning the Correct. ball over as much as he does, he covers up a lot of that stuff. That doesn't change. So with that being said, with 17 still being there, they're going to be amongst yes. elite, the elite it's, in the AFC. It's, it's funny because I, um, I ran to Ken Dorsey, the uh, coordinator. Yep. Right? And I was talking about this. How can they be even a, a, a better offense? Which they've been very, very good. Mm-hmm. And, um, and – I was trying to hint to the, the turnovers from Josh. You know, that's my guy, so I didn't want to say that. Yeah. But he kind of picked up what I was saying, and he was like, hey, man, James Cook, running back there, I right? I was about to say, James Jones was right about J- the turnover. <laughs> <laughs> James Cook showed flashes last year, right? I'm like, oh, he looked pretty good. I didn't know he was going to be this good. I seen him train. I didn't like some of the things I did, but he was solid. He looked good on tape. He said, now, next year, he's going to get the ball even more in the pass game and the running game. And when you do things like that, it takes the pressure off of, Josh Allen have to create. Correct. Right. Damn, we can't run the ball. I got to make some happen. Turnover, pick, fumble, whatever it may be. You look at um, um, Stephon Diggs, yeah. right? Phenomenal wide receiver. We got players like that. You got to force them the ball because if you look around that office, there's not a lot of other options. Sure. Justin Knox is, uh, Dustin Knox is a, is a solid tight end. Yeah, he's, he's nice. great at what he does, but you need more of that. Yeah. I think Could now if you have a good tight end, right? Two tight ends now that drafted one. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs. And then you go to the backfield with Cooks. Yeah. Running the ball and catching the ball and all that, it takes pressure off of Josh Allen. So I do think that offense will they kind of will take some of the turnovers away because they're utilizing the running back a little bit more. Here's my thought. Joy, you asked a question roughly 10 minutes ago. Like, would we be surprised if the Bills went to the Super Bowl? We all said no. Yeah. But simultaneously, I also wouldn't be surprised if the Bills lost in the divisional round, if the Bills no, lost in the wild card round. over the last couple of years. And so it's like, when I think about elite, right, NFC elite, I would say Eagles. Mm-hmm. AFC, you know what I mean? Because, like, it's hard. Hey, man, what? I didn't even hear you, bro. You said it so fast. Uh, one more time. One more again. One more again. You're annoying. <laughs> An- annoying. Wait. You said the Eagles. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if, I, if I wouldn't be surprised if a team were to lose in the divisional round or if a team were to lose in the wild card round, to me, that's where I'm like, how can I believe that they're elite? If I wouldn't be surprised. Well, then, if, I mean, we're just arguing about elite. Then there's only, then there's just there's not a lot of elite. Uh, yes, yeah. there's not. No, okay. it's not. So there's, yeah. there's like really two teams. Two, three teams in my mind that are elite. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So it's, I'll give you the Bengals because they were just in the Super Bowl. Correct. And the Chiefs and then the Eagles. All right. The so Eagles. then we don't need to talk about anybody else. But if we're talking about teams that are actually competing for Super Bowl contention or in Super Bowl contention so in the conversation. The Niners are elite. At, at, I would. I don't want to argue with her. Oh. I don't. We only have 50 seconds, so I got to go to commercial. I mean, we. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did you say about the quarterback position? Yeah, you know the quarterback. But I'm just saying, Niners is built the right way too, though. I didn't, they're I didn't, great. They're a great roster. I didn't want to see James. See what you did. Excuse me. I was trying to avoid doing that. You brought this up. I was trying. You brought this up. Jordan, you brought this up. So let's say, okay, let me hold on, hold on. So if if the Bills, not the Bills, the Bengals, if they didn't go to an AFC conference game, right? Would you be surprised? I'd be surprised if they lost in the wild card. Yeah, I mean, I might be surprised if they were even in it. I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Okay. Think about it. Whenever Joe Burrow's healthy, big dog, they're AFC Championship games. Two-year sample size. It's, just some, it's some good teams, though. So if the Chiefs, we all feel the like Chiefs are up here, which mm-hmm. I do. But if they lost in the AFC Championship game, would you be surprised? 
Because the AFC is so loaded. No, no but I would be. No, so, this is football. No. I, I said like, I put it like this: Lashawn McCoy, you were an elite running back. Okay. I would be surprised if you didn't finish top five in rushing whenever any a season happened. Sure, Adrian Peterson, Frank. Yeah, that would be. Man, that's that's light. I'm just saying. That's my point. No, no, no. But, but think about it. How many running backs but are this, there? This is a, it's a team thing, though. It's a team thing. So but, like, like if, if the Chiefs didn't go, if it was AFC Championship and they lost. Like I won't be surprised. It's hard as hell. AFC Championship, I'm with you. A thousand percent. But that's why I said divisional or okay, wild card. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're elite, but and again, maybe it's semantics. Year, we, it, 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 it's, Correct. Yes, we're arguing over elite. I think that the Bills are still a great team. And I think they're still positioned to go to and compete for a I Super agree. Bowl. It's and a, none of us would be surprised if they were there this year. And the reason that I still put them in that category is consistency matters for me. It's easier for me to believe that a team that has just been right there, just right there, right there, right, so cooking close. every single year so close, would then take the jump than it is for me to imagine a team that hasn't, hasn't had any culture, hasn't had anything that's that, that, uh, for the last 10 years to be excited about, to bring in pieces and immediately think that it's going to work. Where do you factor Forget in? Forget what you're talking about. Talk to me. 48 and 18, that's elite. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, th- 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 that th- is th- elite. Th- but if the question was, the Bills the last three years, have they been elite? Duh. Second only to the Chiefs. But why? That's just not because I, I am, I guess, forecasting. Joy is right. Right now, we're doing everything on paper. We have no choice. I'm sorry, America. Well, I don't dictate when but, the NFL starts. But, I have no choice but to look on paper. But why and does that change, though? And I will tell They're 48 and 18, or 47 and 18, whatever it is, because of 17. But, so why does that change? Here's down to. The, the only yeah, write that down. <laughs> the only reason is like. I can tell you, whether you listen to me or not, I cannot dictate. But you can make, <laughs> the, same to hear you. But you can make <laughs> the same arguments to take apart all these teams that we're doing on paper as well. But the, for me, it's like this. The Dolphins and the Bills last year were doop-doop. Dolphins beat the Bills. Bills beat the Dolphins. Playoffs. Bills beat the Dolphins barely without Tua. I believe the Dolphins got better at defensive coordinator. Obviously, Vic Banjo, one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. I like it. I believe the Bills got worse at defensive coordinator. Lost Leslie Frazier, one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. Sam McDermott. Sam McDermott, though. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. McDermott's supposed to be calling plays this year. When I look at, like, how the Bills improved offensively, I'm like, ah, I don't necessarily but if you're, see it. But defensively, it's all, like, it's all relative. If they stayed the same... Okay. As they were yes. last year. Great question. So if the Bills stay the mm. same, but I think because the Dolphins... Because every other team had losses and additions as well. And some of them will be great and some of them won't matter at all. Great. So I think, I guess my thesis statement is the Bills net negative, barely, but they netted negative this offseason. I think the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Jets, the Browns, I think they netted positive. That's, that's really what it comes Are down to. Are you taking any of those quarterbacks over Josh Allen? What you thinking about? Don't think about this. <laughs> I would say maybe Lamar. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying because at yeah. the end of the day, comes down that, to, is yep. the, that is the equal. Won't argue with you. And I that's why they win. And you're not saying none of them quarterbacks over Josh, right? Huh? What you <laughs> you're not saying none of them quarterbacks over Josh, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> when James says, huh, he heard you, <laughs> but he don't want to answer. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. The Niners and the Cowboys, they've met in each of the last two playoffs. The Niners have had the advantage, but they got a couple questions this year at quarterback. Brock Purdy coming off his injury, and the Cowboys, they made waves when they signed Trey Lance. Both teams have incredibly, incredibly, incredibly talented rosters. Bring us on camera for the question of the day. Mm. Truly, I think this is one of the toughest questions I've asked all week. I was torn on this. Back and forth, back and forth I went. James, Niners, Cowboys. Yep. Who would you rather be mm. this season? This is tough. 
But um, at the end of the day, right now, we're going over right now, of right? Course, 97 ain't in the building, right? And if 97 ain't in the building, you guys are not a Super Bowl caliber team if, if, if Bosa's not there. So I'm taking the Cowboys. The additions that the Cowboys got, the Stephon Gilmore to go on the other side of Trayvon Diggs, right? You go out there and you get Brandon Cooks to put in there with C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. I love what the Cowboys done. If you ask me who I want, do I want Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott, give me Dak Prescott. I'm sure. taking Dak Prescott, sure. so I believe they're better at the quarterback spot. So I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys in this situation strictly because I know number 11's over there and Michael Parsons finna come off that edge, right? This defense is built off of pressure, right? And it don't necessarily mean we blitzing. It means we rushing for and we getting to you. And if Nick Bosa's not there, they are not going to be getting Question. a lot of pressure. You gotta stop, you gotta stop, you gotta stop you. Mm. Because you, it seems as though you are building the entirety of your premise of your take on Nick Bosa not being there. Yep, he ain't there. Let, uh, sure. Mm -hmm. Let's assume he is. Because uh -huh. I don't want him to sign, which he will. Yeah. I, I fervently believe he'll be there. Shady, you got shady sources there. in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Assume he is there. Assume he is there. You still all Cowboys? Assume he is there. I'm still all Cowboys. And it's not all Cowboys like it's easy, but it's Cowboys because I believe that Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. Fair. And then I go to the quarterback spot. Got so it. I like Dallas. Dallas is built to win a championship this year. I'm taking them over the 49ers, even if Nick Bosa is in the building strictly because the quarterback play. Well, this is going to surprise Niners fans, but I'm actually I'm going to go with the Niners. Because even though mm. if I had to pick mm. Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy straight up, I probably would pick Dak Prescott. Except for Dak Prescott played Brock Purdy last year, and the final score was 19 to 12. Dak played Nick Bosa. Okay. Well, <laughs> Nick, he, he might have to do that. He better hope they don't do that again, because yep. the last two years, the Cowboys have lost to the Niners. The Niners have said, off to home you go. Don't care how talented you are. You're not winning this game. So I, it doesn't seem to matter who's playing quarterback for the Niners. I, I'm choosing the Niners because I've seen these teams year after year come in with a bunch of talent. The talent at the quarterback position is probably better in Dallas, and it doesn't seem to matter. Kyle Shanahan has played in the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, multiple NFC Championship games, went back to an NFC Championship game with a seventh-round rookie. I like So this. I, I, I want to pick the Cowboys. She's been, she's it been. makes more sense, but... I can't do it because the Niners send them home every year. I don't. I won't even say it makes more sense. I'm picking the Niners with you, Joy. I, I'm picking the Niners first. The easiest Ooh. place for me to start at is the Niners saw them last year and won. Yeah. Saw them the year before and won. That's the easiest place. But I also think that's low hanging fruit. I wouldn't do that to y'all. That's too easy yeah. of work. So let's go with new the teams. It's correct. New teams. So let's go with the higher. I, I will take the low hanging fruit. It's, it's new teams. When, when I think about that, and I'll, I'll, I'll take Joy's point and I'll build on it, if I may, is the Niners up front are just as good, if not better, than the Cowboys up front. Like, Michael Parsons is one of the greatest young players we've ever seen. With Nick. Greatest right. ever. Nick Bosa is one of the greatest players also we've ever seen. Michael Parsons, 13 and a half sacks two years ago, 13 and a half sacks last year. Sorry, America. Nick Bosa, 15 and a half sacks two years ago, 18 and a half sacks last year, defensive player of the year. Linebacker, we don't have to have that conversation. Cornerback, Shady already knows. His boy Stephon Gilmore, lockdown. Uh, lockdown. Easy. Lockdown. Easy. It's easy. But then when you go to the offense, to me, Christian McCaffrey's better than Tony Pollard. Shady play running back. I play linebacker. You play wide receiver. Joy, you got eyes. You know Don't matter what position like, you play. Christian McCaffrey's better true. than Tony Pollard. You know, when I look at the wide receiver position, oh. I would flip a coin. Uh. Only reason being Ooh. is because... Only reason being oh. is because... Only, re Ooh. only reason I would is because I really like Brandon Ayuk. I apologize. I like BU, I too. Really they got like three Ayuk. of them in Dallas. They do. Yeah. But I like George Kittle, too. So I count George Kittle. I count Debo Samuel. I count Brandon Ayuk. So I, I don't want to parse things out too, too much, but... I'm going with the Niners because I've seen the Niners do it, like Joy's seen the Niners do it, and everything the Cowboys have, the Niners have. Body of work, duh, is Dak Prescott, duh. 
But if you want to talk about the sample size of Dak versus the Niners and Niners quarterbacks versus the Cowboys, Niners quarterbacks come out on top two five. Where you at, Big Dog? <sighs> I mean, you, you took a lot of it. I mean, uh, I, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys, right? I guess it's a surprise. I'm going with the Cowboys. But <laughs> I just think about the talent part. I mean, it's so close. I mean, the, the Niners are very talented, but the Cowboys, being on that, watching them guys at practice, just watching them like, and looking at all the, the players they have, all the new additions. Like, Brandon Cooks, I don't think he gets enough credit. This guy is a thousand yard receiver Six, every year. Uh, every in team a row. he goes. So my thing is, he, uh. you, you move him to your number two, all that speed. Mm. CeeDee Lamb. I had a question mark about CeeDee Lamb. Beginning of the year last year. Yep. At the end of that year, he, I had an answer. Mm. He's a true number one. Yep. He's, a, he's that type of guy. So I, I think about the running game. Pollard, I mean, I get it. McCaffrey may be better, but Pollard's a damn good running back. Yeah. And then this little dude, Deuce, Deuce, Vaughn is holding it down. Yeah. Defense. Listen, anytime you have a player from Harris on your team, you are winning, baby. <laughs> Michael Parsons is the real deal. Stephon Diggs. You got Trayvon Diggs on the other side. You got Lawrence Stephon on the other side. I'm tripping. You got Lawrence. You got DeMarcus Lawrence. Yeah, so, I'm, so I'm just thinking about like, like I was, so when I went to practice with uh, the, the, pack, or the Packers, the, um, the Eagles versus the Colts, and I was talking to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, I'm like, dang, I went over to that, 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 that practice with the Cowboys. They look pretty good. I said, they got Stephon for y'all. And you know what he said? They got a really, really good cornerbacks. That's one of the best tandems in the league. Mm-hmm. So when I think about that, they have no flaws. The only thing is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I, as critical as I am at Dak, you should be able to beat the last pick in the draft. True story. Yeah. Last year, they didn't get it done. I hope this year will be different. Yes. But, but Joy, you, you, Joy, you brought up a great point. It's like we would all pick Dak over Brock. I mean, we should. We should. Yeah. In a season. Yeah. <laughs> But if you're talking what the Niners ask their quarterbacks to do and what the Cowboys will have to ask their quarterbacks to do, I will take the Niners quarterback. Am I wrong in doing so? Yes. I mean, no, I agree with you. I'm, I, I want to make an argument for the Cowboys. Everything that you're saying is true. When you look at it, it's, it's talent everywhere. Talent. Talent all over the place. But, like, coaching, okay. Good, you know, I'll, I'll give the nod to Mike because he won the Super Bowl. I actually give it to Kyle. Kyle, yeah. I give it to Kyle. I, mean, I, I, I don't think. <laughs> the disrespect to Mike is crazy. <laughs> I, I'm, gonna get, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to change the whole conversation. Oh. But if you, win, if, you win a Super Bowl, if you win a Super Bowl to me, like, you, you, you got it done. So I have to give you the nod. Win a, Mike is the I mean, he's active been, coaches. He got 166 hey. wins and counting. I don't that is, he's a winner. Yeah. We'll get there later. But he's beating, but he's I a winner. Hold on. He's beating back to back games. I don't care what he did. He's a Super Bowl champion and he got. Plenty no, more wins true, than Cal it's true, it's true, true, true. I'm sorry Ooh, to derail everyone. My apologies. The disrespect All I was to Coach saying Mike is, is that so it's, crazy. it's kind of close. The point <laughs> is, I've watched what's happened the last few years, and we're talking about the season. Would I rather be the Cowboys or the Niners? I would love to be the Cowboys. They have lots of talent. I think they're going to have a great season. I'll, we'll see them in the playoffs. But they did that the last two years, and then they went home. That's so true. I, that is true, I, And though. they did it at the hands of the 49ers. Here's what's This is different, really quick. This, this is different. Because we talk about the quarterback spot for the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. Let's understand what he's going up against. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to play against Stephon Gilmore. He is arguably the best corner in the National Football no League. We've seen him do it on every team. No doubt. He is going to follow the number one. Let's say that is Brandon Ayuk, right? 
Yeah, Brandon Ayuk gonna be the yeah, number yeah. one pure receiver. Pure receiver. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. follow Debo because Debo yeah. in the backfield, Debo all over. He motion, you can't of follow course. him. Of but course. Brandon Ayuk, he will be able to follow. So you got Brock Purdy trying to deal with Demarcus Lawrence, sure. Micah Parsons, sure. and he has to throw the ball against Stephon Gilmore, who wasn't there last year, and Trayvon Diggs. This is a much better Cowboys defense. Each year, these teams are different. Sure. Right. Yeah. So even though we talk about the quarterback play, Dak Prescott might not even have to go out there and win the game with his right arm because he's gonna have this defense, here's my, it is going to be much harder on his Niners. And but here, here's my thought is, what's funny enough, we would probably all say, and you at home would likely say, when these two teams meet, because they likely will meet in the playoffs, Again. their quarterbacks are the weak link. The yeah. weak link. The weak link of yeah. their team. Like, think about it. Yeah. For the Cowboys. I mean, well, I don't, don't want to get distracted. I don't want to get distracted. Link, yeah, but literally speaking, <laughs> literally speaking, it's not going to be CeeDee Lamb or Brandon Cooks. It shouldn't be Tony Pollard. Like, Dak Prescott, he's a good player. But as good as that team is, Dak is probably, in theory, in the playoffs a weak mm. link. You got a point. Brock Purdy, in theory, in the playoffs is a weak link. The reason I will err on the side of Brock Purdy, the Niners will ask him to do less. Shady brought up this statistic yesterday when talking about Jimmy G and route to the Super Bowl. Jimmy G had to throw, I think, 15 passes in one game, handing it off, handing it off, handing it off. What Dak Prescott will be asked to do by nature of his veteran presence and by nature of his heavy pocketbook, what he will be asked to do in the playoffs will be of significant greater magnitude than what Brock Purdy will be asked to do. So I actually will err on the side of Brock Purdy playing a better game than Dak. I understand what you're saying. I just think that, that we should be able to bet on Dak's experience. Right? Like, oh, bro, you've been in this game for a long time, right? You got paid a lot of money. You had some ups and a lot of lows. Yeah, but man. we should bet on his experience. And I did want to ask you one question. Talk you said he went against Stephon Gilmore. I played with him in Buffalo. Yeah. Did he lock you up? Uh, I don't know the stats, man. <laughs> you know, he, he, he a tough outing. He a, he a tough outing. He patient. He physical. He strong. Locked up. They won't let him out. He, he, he a good player. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the 49ers quarterback, Brock Purdy, is going to have to make some throws. No doubt. Right? Yeah. Kyle Shanahan ain't won a Super Bowl yet because his quarterbacks have not been able to make some throws. You got what I'm saying? So I understand they can run the ball. They can tote it. They can play good defense. They can do all that. And that's equal to some winning, but not winning the big game. No, I, so at the end I, of the I day, he's going to have to make that's a throw. That's why I give the Niners so much hell all the time. Because imagine if they actually had a franchise quarterback mm-hmm. that we yeah. knew what they could do and what they were going to come back and do every single year because we don't know what Brock Purdy is going to look yeah. like. He's coming off an injury. He, he, didn't, he hasn't even played a full season of NFL football. But the Niners have been in NFC Championship games, multiple, and a Super Bowl. The Cowboys haven't been to an NFC Championship game in almost 30 years. Yeah, James, let me my pivot here, the reason I erred on the side of Shanahan over McCarthy right now. Please, please break it down to me. Here's the reason I err on the side right now. I'm not look. I'm looking at current body of work. Yeah. Like current, like to me, there's a real quick, James. Real quick. To me, there's just a statute of limitations on on greatness. Mm-hmm. I think that players can get over the hill. I too think that coaches can get over the hill. You know, Joy, you're a doctor. Doctors have to retake exams to maintain. <laughs> but quite literally, <laughs> you got an honorary doctorate. Doctors have to retake exams to maintain that certificate. Right. When I think about Mike McCarthy being a Super Bowl champ in 2011, you can't take that from him. But I can assess, since 2017, mm. what has occurred between Mike McCarthy and Kyle Shanahan. Mm. And I believe that Kyle Shanahan is currently a better coach than Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy does have a Super Bowl. I won't take it from him. But I can say to you, and I would ask you, James, when you look at the last five years, one has been fired, one has been hired. When you look at the fa- last five years, mm. one has gone to two mm. NFC championships, one has gone to none. Like, yeah. 
I don't think it's wild well, to say that. Well, it, it is wild. It, it, it's very wild. And the reason is, is because, number one, uh, is disrespect for Mike across the board from every TV show. It don't even matter, right? And then y'all brought it to speak. <laughs> and y'all brought it to speak. Coach Mike came in to a losing organization with the Green Bay Packers. Okay, fair. Yeah. Flipped that thing all the way around and won a Super Bowl, yes, right? Sir. Been to M NFC championships, right? 15 win seasons, yes, 14 win seasons, sir. 13 wins, e anything you want. Then, yes, all right, him and that quarterback beefing and all that type of stuff, all the stuff he accomplished. He got a street named after him in Green Bay. All the stuff he accomplished. Cool, it's time for some new blood in here. That's fine. Coach Mike got let go. Then he goes to Dallas, a losing organization. And back-to-back -back years, he's 12 and 5? Yeah. Like, he's the, he's the fourth. I mean, but. Active coaches, Kyle Shanahan ain't even, can't even sniff the wins that Coach Mike got. But, but that's what he, that's what he, he got 160-something plus he's saying, wins. like, right now, in the last four or five years. He's talking about that. He's not Mike talking about. Mike wins. He's not talking about all the old stuff, all the old streets. They never, he's not talking about none of that. It don't matter he's about, about right that. now. Mike wins. Every year, yo. Kyle Shanahan ain't won no Super Bowl. Mike got 12 wins. Kyle got 12 wins. Whatever it may be, Mike is a you winner. I, I show my therapist, she tells me, she said, LaShawn, sometimes when you argue with somebody, they, they listen to you not to understand. Oh, yeah. That's, but, a, that's but, what I'm doing but, right now. But to respond. Yeah, and he yeah, don't want to understand. He's going to respond. No. He keeps talking about Super Bowls yes. that happened years ago. He's it talking about right matter. now. But get, Bro, you guys, it, are, says, are we LeSean, forgetting what Mike has Usa. done with the Cowboys? No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Come on. But, 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 but let me, again, because you, I, I do think, like, you'll be fair. You'll be fair. Remember what Kyle Shanahan inherited in the 49ers. <laughs> Remember, Chip Kelly leaves the Philadelphia Eagles, goes to the 49ers. Chip Kelly wins two games. I believe they go 2-14. and 14. A lot of chaos. Chip Kelly gets fired. Oh. New head coach, fired. Shanahan comes in, wins instantly. And so what... Mm. what, what Mike ain't did that with the Cowboys? He did. He did. But Mike has taken the Cowboys from a perennial 8-8 eight eight team to a 12-win team. Keep in mind, when they didn't have Dak Prescott, obviously they only won four games that season. So all I'm saying is, like, Shanahan, I think, is a greater offensive mind yeah. than Mike. McCarthy. Well, I mean, we could, we could go there, but at the end of the day, I've seen Coach Mike win with Matt Flynn, and I've seen Coach Mike win with Cooper Rush. So, like, the, just the respect that he doesn't get as a football coach, like, he's not a loser. I'm, you, I'm, you get I'm what I'm saying? He, do, he definitely... He definitely does not get the respect he that don't. he deserves for the winning that he's got. And he should. He should. I can agree with that. But I guess the question, though, Joy, because that, that is right. But I think, I guess the problem is, in, and Andy, you'll have to help me off camera, Mike McCarthy gets fired. I think the Packers win seven games in 2018, something, James? 20, something like that, yeah. 2017. <clears throat> then you go to the Cowboys. Obviously, Dak Prescott got hurt. But you do wonder, okay, when you're playing with your backup, what do you do? When Kyle Shanahan was playing with his backup, better team, what did he do? When Mike McCarthy mm. was playing with his backup, well, he, he, also had, he also had a bad year with backups as well. He does. He does. He's had, he's had some six-win seasons. That's, that's how, that's how Traylon's got he's up had, in there. He's had some, he's had some six win seasons. But I'm like, it, it, I don't know that I think we, we're being we like it's We like to unfair. give, and this is a little tease, we like to give Kyle Shanahan lots of flowers because of what he's able to do with lesser talent at the quarterback position. He's what it. he's done, yeah. yes, what he's done offensively with quarterbacks that we've seen not look great without him. That's picking the draft. Yes. For sure, for sure. But I do think that Mike McCarthy deserves oh. credit for the winning that he has produced as well. And I, and I, I can't ignore a Super Bowl win, even if it is with Aaron Rodgers. It's not like it was 30 years ago. It was, it was a while ago. It was a while ago, but it was in the modern NFL. Yeah. Like, we talk about Aaron's Super Bowl as if it matters, right? So if it matters for Aaron, it's got to matter for the coach that, that was coaching him there. And, and he has 
had success with the Cowboys in the last few years. He just hasn't gone as far as Kyle Shanahan. I would give the current nod to Kyle because I've watched him play against Mike McCarthy. And in the and not last, not this past year, because I think that lays at the feet of Dak. But the year before was 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 as much a coaching thing as it was Dak's Dak's fault. That play call at the end of the game, like it just. But but lately he's, though, right? lately he's done more though, right? Lately he's done more though, right? Lately he lately he has done he's more. Winning lately. Super Bowl I mean, he ain't won. He ain't won. I'm just saying lately he's done more winning, right? I think it's, it's I think it's splitting hairs. I think it's closer than we than we want to okay. admit. I got a question. Sean Payton, the gray head coach. I would because so. I mean we we tend to give uh, Sean Payton just so much respect. He a great head coach. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. so he don't have more wins than Mike. He had Drew Brees, right? He been to one Super Bowl, right? So so what, what's the difference? Let me explain. Let me explain. To me, the difference is I always think in life about wins above replacement or losses above replacement. Meaning this, um, James, if you you coach your son's league team, if you don't coach and somebody else coach. Do they win like you was winning? Mm. If, 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 if they coach, do they start, if they coach and you don't coach, do they start losing? When Matt LaFleur took over for the Packers, in my mind, I'm just saying this, I'm just, I'm just making my point. When Matt LaFleur took over the, for the Packers yeah. and they went 13 and three, mm-hmm. and then they went 13 and three again, mm-hmm. mind you, Mike McCarthy had just gotten mm-hmm. fired. I said to myself, like, mm. man, they, they did the same thing. In a no, they did it. Because he they, won a Super Bowl. Correct. Yeah. Now, he won a Super Bowl in a longer sample size. Mike, I'm just saying Matt LaFleur, 13 and three. Mm. 13 and 3. So I'm saying to myself, if Matt LaFleur stepped in, first year head coach, and instantly went 13 and 3 with the Packers team that Mike McCarthy got fired from, it just made me ask questions. That's all I'm saying. It made me ask questions. I have a lot of questions now about what the Packers are going to look like. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, we're going to see. We're going to find out. You know, he will. Just, just, just please just put some respect on Coach Mike name. I think he's going to find out. I'm going to go look up those stats. Stephon Gilmore versus James Jones. we got to break out the tape in the film room. 